0: Right, guys, welcome to another edition of It's a Football Podcast. Myself, Savage Dean, joined by my fellow NFL insider, Tyler Dragon, with USA Today Sports Plus. Uh, before we get into any football stuff, I mean, there's definitely a lot more serious things kind of going on in our world right now. And and Tyler, I just want to kick it to you because we are kind of seeing some things in our country. Um, obviously, first of all, we do know that our podcast is about football, and uh, we keep it about football to uh, be in entertainment and a life for you know, other things than what we're going to talk about here. But uh, Tyler didn't want to, uh, you know, continue on. And I I agree with him here um, on just not talking about, uh, you know, the mass shootings that are going on in our country. And uh, another devastating one happened in Texas this week as well. Tyler, I I guess uh, some of your thoughts going through your head in the last week or so with all these things going on
1: yeah well, you know first of all, I want to send my prayers to all the families and the victims and everybody that's impacted in all these mass shootings. I mean, you talked about Buffalo, you know Evaldi, Texas, there was one in uh Southern California as well in a matter of two weeks um you know it's a tragedy beyond uh what uh, my wildest imaginations, and you know. It's very, I would say, disheartening and frustrating a little bit that, you know, these shootings have happened. when you have mass shootings at grocery stores, elementary schools and churches, it just makes you wonder where is safe. And so I think, you know, we all need to, you know, take a step back, think about our loved ones our families, and how we can make a change in this country. And that goes for everybody, uh, political people, politicians, law enforcement, and regular people like you and I, Uh So, you know, I just wanna, again, send my thoughts, prayers, condolences to all the families impacted and gun violence, especially uh, these tragedies that have happened recently and, you know, just praying for the victims.
0: You know, the people that need to make the change know what they need to do. And, and and for me, that's plain and simple and hasn't been done yet. And it doesn't matter how many times this happens, it still hasn't been done, what needs to be done. So uh, we're hoping finally one of these, one of these days, the decision makers that kind of have uh, these things at their hands um, realize that these debts are really showing up at their doorstep and it's up to them to really Make a change. All right, Tyler. Let's get into the football mix. It's OTA season, and producer Emily had this quoted perfectly: "Is oh the awesomeness." Because <laughs> <laughs> for me, nothing gets me all rounded up more than some May June football. How about you, Tyler? How about um, you?
1: Yeah, when players are skipping out on voluntary workouts, and it gets all everybody up in the uproar and the hysteria. I mean, it just speaks to how popular and how crazy football fans and fanatics are about uh, this sport. But, I mean, that's just the beast of the NFL and the football world, and that's why we cover it. We we love this game.
0: Yeah, it's it's really become (laughs) a year-round sport how, you know, we think end of July to beginning of February is the NFL season. That's from the first training camp to all the way to the Super Bowl then as soon as the Super Bowl ends, all right, well, we got free agents looking for new teams. We got trades galore, the NFL draft in April. And then these rookies and and players got to work out together at some point before they meet up in training camp. Because when you're in training camp, it's what, a four or five week sprint kind of to uh, to the season. And teams are hoping to get a lot of work done, not only just making their roster cuts from 90 to 53, but trying to figure out how many players are going to be on this team. What are my units going to be like? What are my weak points? Um, You know, am I going to be able to make a run this season or am I going to be a seller real soon coming up? (laughs) So, um, but let's talk about the OTAs going on here, Tyler. And um, a couple people are are, are not at OTAs, understandably. Um, You know, guys like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. You know, they're about to go play some golf real soon. So, Uh, When when we talk about guys like Kyler Murray who didn't show up at OTAs, it's a little bit of a connotation because of the fact that Kyler Murray is kind of going through a contract dispute right now. Uh, Tyler, you've been on top of this for a while. Where does Kyler Murray and the Cardinals stand together on potentially getting him a new contract?
1: So, yeah, you do make a good point. There's a difference when there's guys like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, you know, not going to OTAs. They're fine with their current situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyler Murray it is uh, the exact opposite. Um, he is still uh, disgruntled over his contract situation. He wants a long term deal. Um, the Cardinals and him, they have not been able to reach an agreement on that. However, I am hearing there is a bit of optimism that there will be some sort of resolution uh, before the start of the regular season. I'm hearing maybe sometime this summer that the two sides can uh, reach a long term agreement for an extension. Kyler Murray wants to be one of the uh, most constant, uh, I mean, most highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL. And I mean, his production. He probably is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL, so uh, he wants that long-term deal. The Cardinals do believe that he is a franchise-caliber quarterback, and they want him to stay in Arizona. It's just the two sides uh, aren't really seeing eye-to-eye right now, but I am hearing that there is optimism on both sides that a long-term deal will get done. However, he has not reported to OTAs. The Cardinals, they wrap up OTAs today. Um, but Cliff Kingsbury did say that he expects Murray to be at mandatory minicamp. So that that's a positive sign, too.
0: Well, nobody wants to miss mandatory minicamp <laughs> and then get fined, Tyler. That's true. Nobody wants to ask for more money and then be like, you know what? I'm going to miss out so I can pay you guys some of the money that I want from you guys, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think people you know, like doing that or go about it in a good business if you're going to sit out mandatory minicamp and then have to pay fines. Um, But Kyler Murray could see himself in in a situation like that, Um, you know, or, uh, you know, some other players out there like Debo Samuel as well in San Francisco, who uh, Tyler, you know, wants uh, out, wanted out uh, specifically in the last couple months leading up to the NFL draft in April and has not been moved. And the 49ers stand out is still there looking for a new deal or looking for a trade, I believe. Um, But Tyler, what's the latest on on the Debo Samuel front?
1: So I have positive and negative news about Debo Samuel. Now, from what I've heard, the trade request still stands. He wants out of San Francisco. Um, However, there is a feeling uh, between a lot of people inside that organization and people even close to Debo that the two sides, can make, you know, amends and they can reach an agreement and be in the same accord. Uh, I heard that, you know, the issues are bigger than football between Debo Samuel and uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Um, And he does want out, but there is a feeling that, you know, maybe if, you know, the two sides can talk, they're not talking right now. By the way, but if the two sides can talk that he'll change his mind. And the 49ers want him to stay uh with the team and they're willing to make him one of the highest paid receivers in the national football league. So they are. They are. Yes. They they are willing to make him one of the highest paid receivers in the National Football
0: League. So that's kind of you know, it's funny. Not you know, not, not as funny person in particular, but the fact that they want to make him the highest-paid receiver at the point where they play him at running back. And not the highest-paid, one-up. Okay, okay, I could take that. I could take that because, yeah. you know, Tyreek Hill is getting 72 mil and, and Devontae Adams getting 68 million, and he's definitely not on those guys' levels right now, people Samuel. Um, but I think he's reaching that point. Um, and, and when you saw the spectacular play that he had last season with the 49ers and all that he did for them on offense – not only as a receiver, but as a running back too, kind of running between tackles and 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 running route running on plays where you're not running receiver routes. That's for sure. You're running running back routes. Um, the contact that he has on his body, getting tackled by D linemen, <laughs> linebackers, uh, definitely something that receivers don't want to be doing on a football field um, and I understand his plight for sure. But um, to me, this sounds like people already told them, hey, look, I'm out. I'm out of here. I've got two feet out the door, but you guys are holding on to the little towel hanging on to my my shorts here uh, because of the fact that I am under contract in San Francisco. Um, So I'm interested to see how this kind of does pan out because San Fran doesn't have to pay him. They don't Mm -hmm. have to pay him at all. They don't have to restructure his contract at all. And Debo kind of, you know, could show up or not show up and get fined. And one of those situations that could happen before the season too. So I'm really kind of interested to see how this one does play out, Tyler.
1: The – I think the positive news for the 49ers is for 49ers fans is that Debo Samuel and his team and the 49ers, they're keeping most of all this in-house and most of the reasons why he wants out. They are all keeping within the organization behind closed doors. So that is, you know, evidence that, you know, The two sides do respect each other enough where they're not airing out their dirty laundry. And so there is a chance that, you know, they can reconcile and, you know, make peace. And there is a feeling that that is going to happen because the 49ers, I've been told by numerous sources that they want him to stay in San Francisco and they believe that he is one of the best not only receivers but playmakers in
0: the NFL. That makes plenty of sense Tyler especially because of the fact how far the 49ers got last season with him as their number one weapon um even ahead of George Kittle. Um you know he was Jimmy Garoppolo's favorite tool um definitely eased some of the uh load the workload that Jimmy Garoppolo had to do to lead that 49ers team deep into the playoffs and they lost to you know the Rams, you know right before the Super Bowl so Um, A good season by them, and I can definitely understand why Debo Samuel feels his value is all the way up. Mm. Um, So can't can't blame the players for trying to get their money, and I agree, and I think you guys should go get your money too as well. (laughs) Take a page out of all these guys. Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Debo Samuel, they're making that money that we should be making, Tyler.
1: Go get that money. Hey, I am all about it. I'm I'm trying to get that uh Tom Brady uh, TV deal money. That three hundred what seventy five mil. That's a lot. Can I money. get a qu- Can I get a quarter of that? Stop
0: A quarter. <laughs> I mean, just just a, just a quarter from Tom Brady would be great right now, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's keep this in the OTL realm uh, realm here, Tyler, and, and let's go over to Denver. Um, shout out to Parker Gabriel, our new Broncos writer with USA Today Sports and USA Today Sports Plus. Appreciate him filling in for me last week. He did a good job. Um I was expecting him come back. I was <laughs> damn. Oh, so you want you back, Tyler? <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking.
1: It's good to have you back. Stop
0: But let's uh, let's talk about Russell Wilson here, and he's trying his best to fit into you know the Broncos new system after his trade from the Seahawks and we have this unique situation here in Tyler where it's not like a, you know, a Josh Allen, a a Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers deal where the quarterback's not showing up to OTAs. This is Russell Wilson. This is his first opportunity for him to kind of set some groundwork, set some culture in what he's expecting from his Broncos teammates in Denver. Um, You know, they have a new coaching staff as well. And so it's a bit of a transition, but we got this quote from Russell Wilson after Monday's practice. And he says, quote, We've got a really good system, some good stuff, amazing stuff that we're doing. Guys are getting open and making plays. Uh, Guys are making plays all over today, just touchdown after touchdown, making plays, great catches. The defense was making great plays too. Man, Tyler, if you ask me, it seems like the Denver Broncos are making a lot of plays in OTAs.
1: Man, they can't do any wrong. And, and how is the defense <laughs> making great plays and the offense making great plays? Nobody's making bad plays. Yeah, so if see. the offense is making good plays, then what, mm-hmm. what does that make the defense doing if they're guarding the
0: offense? They're in good position to uh, to make good plays as well. Maybe that's a good play on defense, you know, sometimes. You, gotta oh. take, you know, when you're in OTAs going, you know, uh, you know, one-on-one against each other, everything's positive. Everything's positive oh. in OTAs. There's no yeah, other team there. And, every
1: everything is positive this time of year. Everybody's zero and zero, and everybody has Super Bowl expectations met. Uh, <laughs> that Russell Wilson, he is the king of you know the bland positive quotes. I will <laughs> I will say uh, that, and that's in, a good one. and power and power to him. Power to mm-hmm. him because I mean he does. He gives people to write about, obviously, because of his stature and his caliber and his success as an NFL player. He's a Hall of Famer, no doubt. But, I mean, what what is he supposed to say? You're not going to get any breaking, like, earth shattering news out of mm-hmm. Russell Wilson ever. <laughs> but it is good for Broncos fans because that is what they needed this, this time, you know? They... Haven't had a good quarterback since Peyton Manning, and even Peyton Manning was on his last legs when he was in Denver. And they've had a playoff caliber defense, but their offense left much to be desired because they had Drew Locke, they had Teddy Bridgewater, and those quarterbacks could not get the job done. Russell Wilson is in there, and the Broncos, they have a legitimate shot. Uh, to contend in the AFC West. I don't have them winning the division. I don't even have them <laughs> second, but. Or third, maybe. They have a legitimate chance to be a playoff team
0: uh, this coming season. Whenever we talk about the AFC West, Tyler, I need to bring up your predictions. So we got to hey, give your, go your, your predictive rankings of the AFC West season, Tyler. I'm so going to pick
1: the Chiefs again.
0: No, no, he's not producer Emily. I don't think he is. That's
1: outdated now. You gotta oh, get a new not, one.
0: Oh, it's outdated. It's outdated now.
1: Out, outdated wow. now. We
0: have to get new sounds when it's a football yeah.
1: podcast. You gotta get new sound bites. Oh, this is I'm why thro- we're creating I'm, them right now. I'm throwing curveballs so the sound bites they're irrelevant now. <laughs> they're all irrelevant <laughs> and outdated. So I'm throwing all these curveballs. I can't it's wait. Better than produce, that way.
0: I can't wait till producer Emily cuts that last thing you just said too. That's gonna be crazy. hey throwing curve it. balls. <laughs> <laughs> so who you got in the AFC West is not the Chiefs. It's not the Chiefs, first of all. I can't believe this.
1: I have the Los Angeles Chargers oh. winning the AFC West. It doesn't
0: matter how many times you say this take. I'm just going to have to say it. And I then can.
1: I have the Chiefs, number two. I have the Las Vegas Raiders, number three and russell wilson and the denver broncos bringing up the rear wow. at number four. and that's no disrespect to denver or mm. las vegas i just believe that the la chargers they upgraded tremendously this offseason they attacked their positions of need and they have a really good roster that could contend and then i mean I respect the Kansas City Chiefs. They won a division six straight years. They had the yeah. best quarterback in the NFL, one mm-hmm. of the best coaches. But everybody's run comes to an end at some point, besides LeBron James. But, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's,
0: <laughs> well, man, I love LeBron just like you do, but it's coming to an end real soon, too. Uh, Tyler, let's go to, uh, I guess, you know this was your favorite division last season. I don't know if the AFC West is going to overtake it this season, but – we're going to go over towards the AFC North and talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers real quick. Um, for 18 years, no matter what holds your question, loomed all over the roster. The Steelers knew they had Ben Roethlisberger as their quarterback. And that's not the case. Uh, no more after his retirement this past season. Um, Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph and rookie Kenny Pickett, the first quarterback taken off the board in the 2022 NFL draft will be competing for playing time in Pittsburgh with the Steelers uh, this season. Um, You know, the Steelers also just hired Omar Khan to be their new general manager move. I'm really happy about, we got another minority GM in football. So shout out to Omar Khan His mom's Honduran, his dad is Indian. Uh, So shout one time for the Brown boys. I like seeing that as well for me. Um, But, you know, I guess the Steelers, it just, it, you know, these three quarterbacks should be going for time, and uh, they're going to go up in the vaunted AFC North, Tyler, where, you know, you have the Ravens beating the Bengals, uh, you know, this season for the division crown, followed by the Browns or the Steelers. Uh, you know, how's your AFC North looking uh, when we get into this part of this, uh, you know, preseason ah. here, offseason prediction?
1: So I do have the Ravens number one. And the reason behind that, I mean, they were depleted last year. They finished the season with 19 players on injured reserve. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so when they get all their reinforcements back and healthy, they have just as much talent as the Cincinnati Bengals. And this is not a knock on the Bengals because I do believe they're a playoff team too. However, they're not going to sneak up on teams anymore. And they have a target on their back. Uh, this season because they're the reigning AFC champions and deservingly so they earned that and it wasn't a fluke like some people say. Uh, so I do believe that they are going to have an adjustment period um, living up to those expectations that they are the AFC reigning champs and then just getting every team's best shot each and every week. So that's why I believe that they're going to take a slight step back and be number two in the division. And then the number three, I probably have the Cleveland Browns, but it's hard for me to pick because we don't know if or how long Deshaun Watson is going to be suspended. And if it were my guess right now, I think he's going to be suspended somewhere between the realm of six and eight games. And obviously that's going to have a tremendous effect on the Cleveland Browns. So if Deshaun Watson is suspended in that range, okay, maybe six games, I'd probably have them number three and then the Steelers number four. Um, when speaking of the Steelers, <clears throat> I think they have the most quarterback questions, uh, in the present and future, because you don't know how Kenny Pickett is going to work out. Uh, we are, we've seen what Mason Rudolph is. He's probably a backup quarterback at best. Uh, You know, and then with Miss Trubinski, this is a a, another shot for him to revitalize his career. Um, I think he might start the season as the starter, but then maybe week four ish, um, Kenny Pickett will take the reins there. But they have questions at quarterback. They have questions at receiver, tight end. Their offensive line was in shambles last year. Uh, their defense is still legit, but they have questions too. So there's really questions with those last two teams, but at the top of the division with the Baltimore Ravens and the um, excuse me, the Cincinnati Virginia Bengals, offense. there's no questions at quarterback. And there's really no questions on offense if those teams can stay healthy. The Bengals have a little bit of questions on defense. Um then they have a Jesse base problem at safety. He w- wants to uh, get a long term contract as well. Uh, so I, I I do have as I know it's a long winded answer, but yes. It's very. Thank very
0: you. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Very long winded, Tyler on oh, the AFC North <laughs> in May. But um, you know, just just the you know just the conversation about the Steelers alone, you know, and it sucks because every time we talk about. The Pittsburgh Steelers for the foreseeable future. I will be uh reminiscing and thinking about Dwayne Haskins and his fortunate death uh this uh-huh. year. Um, you know, as, as the Steelers began OTAs uh this week, Mitch Trubisky had a really nice quote, you know, said it's heartbreaking. I think about him every day. I knew him for a short time, but he definitely left an impact on my life the short time that I knew him. Um and just we see a franchise that's just really reeling right now from a player that you know, didn't have much of an impact in regards to how long he was there. Um, Dwayne Haskins just got there last year after spending some time with uh, the Washington team um, after his career at Ohio State. And, you know, every time we talk about this quarterback battle, I'll be thinking about, you know, Dwayne Haskins. And, um, you know, unfortunately this week it was uh, also determined, um, you know, in a a report from the Broward County Medical Examiner's Office that kind of uh, handled the investigation surrounding his death. Um, Haskins was more than twice um, the legal limit in Florida of uh, being intoxicated when he was struck by a dump truck on a highway here. So just a very unfortunate end to uh, kind of the news on, on everything that kind of happened with that situation.
1: Yeah, that, no, it is a tragic situation, um, you know, surrounding him and some prayers to his family as well.
0: All right, we got some breaking news we want to throw into the podcast here before you guys listen to it. And and probably the biggest news is Colin Kaepernick, five years after playing his last NFL game, has got a NFL workout. Uh, Colin Kaepernick worked out with the Las Vegas Raiders on Wednesday, Tyler. And uh, I'm I'm sure you've got plenty to say about this, and I would love to comment (laughs) right after you. (laughs)
1: Well, yeah, it's been a long time coming for Colin Kaepernick to get an opportunity. We're not just talking about him, you know, getting a job, just an opportunity to uh, play for an NFL team. So props to Mark Davis and the Las Vegas Raiders for stepping out and uh, giving him a tryout. Uh, The tryout is probably going on as uh, we are recording this Uh, podcast but uh, i did hear that you know he is working out with the las vegas raiders today and if all goes good you know we'll see what's going to happen but this uh has been under wraps for a while um i heard from uh league sources uh they didn't want all the media attention all the publicity around this workout so behind the scenes they have you know uh, talked about uh, when they were going to work out and they decided on Wednesday uh, was a good day for both parties to meet and, you know, have a tryout. So we'll see what happens uh, going forward. I mean, I don't think I, I don't know if he's going to get an opportunity and get this job, but, um, you know, it does set a good example and it just proves that, you know, the NFL um, – was wrong at the beginning uh, when they did blackball Colin Kaepernick for protesting racial injustice and
0: police brutality. Well, Tyler, I'm not going to give anybody any flowers just yet. I want to see if Colin Kaepernick is going to join a team and if the Raiders are actually going to sign him. That's that's the next step before we can congratulate anybody for doing anything that they should have done years ago. But for me... For me, uh, this, I, 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 you know, we and you, we texted as soon as it happened, and uh, this rubs me the wrong way because it just mm. is on the same day Colin Kaepernick is having a workout with the Las Vegas Raiders. It just so happens that John Gruden, the former Raiders coach, was in court as the NFL tried to uh, motion against his lawsuit against the league. And John Gruden won in court today. Uh, you know, the judge in Las Vegas ruled in his favor. So the NFL is not able to put their uh John Gruden's lawsuit against the league into arbitration or have it dismissed altogether. And uh, you know, for me, when I hear news of Colin Kavanaugh's workout on the same day of John Gruden's lawsuit happening in the background, uh, you know, it just rubs me the wrong way. It's like a I don't want to say bait and switch, but it definitely feels a little a little too much of a coincidence that this all happened in the same day for me.
1: Well, I I understand what you're you're saying. And, you know, I I get to that you don't want to give, you know, the NFL a participation trophy finally for doing the right thing. Um, And, you know, I'm going to take the glasses half full approach in this situation, though, Uh, because everybody makes mistakes. Nobody's perfect. Uh, Roger Goodell admitted that they uh, probably had got it wrong when they uh, first uh, had Colin Kaepernick. Uh, He didn't use the term blackballed, but when Colin Kaepernick was out the league, he's been outspoken about, you know, he thinks Colin Kaepernick deserves an opportunity. Uh, Players have been even more outspoken. And so I do think it is positive that for once, even though it's a handful of years later, that Colin Kaepernick is getting an opportunity. He's now 34 years old. Um, you know, in football years, that for most athletes is past their prime. It's still okay uh, for quarterback.
0: It's, it's still okay for quarterback. quarterback,
1: but when you without out football playing game speed for five years, I your pat I think, you know, his best days are behind him. Uh, yes, Tom Brady is forty-four going on forty-five, but that's a whole different type of situation. Yeah. Um, but you know, I just think the good thing is, though, he is getting a chance, and that proves that he was blackballed, and he always deserved a chance. I don't know if I said that the way I wanted to say it, but it just proves that the NFL originally uh, they were in the wrong, and now they're you know looking themselves in the mirror, primarily the Las Vegas Raiders, and saying, you know what, let's give. This guy a chance,
0: yeah, Tyler. You're you're a glass half full guy, and I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm looking to see if the other half of the glass gets filled up here. Really,
1: yeah, yeah, and and I mean, I may be singing a different tune if uh, you know a day or two or a week from now, and He's not Kaepernick is still without a job and not uh, signed because yeah. you cannot know. NFL person could tell me there are 64 quarterbacks better than Colin Kaepernick, and I don't care if Colin Kaepernick was eight years, 10 years removed from the game, and at 34, 35 years old. I've seen some awful second-string and third-string quarterbacks, and you have two, Sophit. and he certainly deserves um,
0: an opportunity. And I would say I would take this as not a PR uh, juggling from the Raiders if... Colin Kaepernick, is he, Colin Kaepernick is either signed or other teams grant him workouts, you know, the rest of this offseason.
1: And maybe the Raiders uh, have set a precedent and maybe other teams will follow suit. Maybe the Seattle Seahawks, after this Las Vegas Raiders trial, maybe they'll give him a trial. The Seattle Seahawks need a quarterback. I mean, Drew Locke. Is anybody sold on him? They need a starting quarterback. Uh, a lot of
0: a lot of teams need quarterbacks. The Carolina Tyler. Panthers. A lot of a <laughs> lot of a lot of teams need quarterbacks, and they needed them for the last five years. Yes. Tyler. So,
1: may, so maybe. So I'm just saying, somebody had to be the first team. So now that the Las Vegas Raiders are the first team, maybe this can create a domino effect where other teams were like, okay, they tried him out, it went okay, they haven't signed him yet, maybe. Well, mm-hmm. let's give him, a, you know, a kick in the tires and see if uh, he works out with us. So I'm, I'm going to be glasses half full. I know the NFL has made me look like a fool before for five years, <laughs> but maybe just maybe this time is different.
0: Well, let's get into some Dolphins talk, Tyler. And, uh, you know, you were at OTAs in Arizona and I was in OTAs here in Miami. This past week, uh, Tua Tagovailoa vailoa was sick, did not participate in OTAs this week, but the talk was still very much centered around him. And Tyreek Hill, uh, the new Dolphins receiver, the highest-paid receiver in NFL history, which he became this offseason, um, beating Devontae Adams. But uh, Tyreek Hill has really gone out of his way, Tyler, to kind of talk up Tua Tagovailoa vailoa and, you know, really uh, help try to boost his confidence. Tyler, you're already shaking your head about it. Poor Tyreek Hill left Patrick Mahomes, and now he's got to talk up to a tongue of because because uh, the knock on Tua is that his arm is not strong enough and he can't throw balls out are far enough. And we're going to hear you talk about it here on Tua in a little bit, Tyler. But um, there was a viral video put out by the Dolphins of an underthrown pass in a, in a, a warm-up setting. No pads, no nothing, may practice, but the ball was underthrown, and Tyreek Hill came to Tua's defense, and... Uh, you know when I spoke to him this week, said you know Tua throws one of the prettiest balls I've ever caught, and also said you know he's uh, likes Tua's accuracy and confident about playing with Tua this year. Tyler, you're making some faces. Tell me what you feel.
1: Tyreek Hill traded in his Ferrari for a Volkswagen. That's how I feel. Damn,
0: Tyler. <laughs> and I was ready for come this. On, man. Come
1: on, on. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. I still remember vividly Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill dancing in the locker room in Miami Mm -hmm. when they won the Super Bowl over the San Francisco 49ers. The Miami Dolphins aren't anywhere close to going to the Super Bowl. They won't be in Glendale, Arizona. In February of 2023, they will You'll not, be there. You'll be yeah, there. I'll be there. I'll be there. The, the Miami Dolphins. Well, I mean, they might be watching with me. They might be in the press box.
0: I might be there with my Miami hat. We'll yeah, see.
1: I mean, but they they won't be playing on the field. Uh, so, uh, Tyreek kills um, in for a rude awakening, uh, and that, and I do believe Tua is a starting quarterback in NFL. Oh, he's okay. Some
0: not players.
1: he's not among he's not among the top ten. He's not okay. even among the top 15. But Ooh, out of okay. the 32 quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks, he's among the 32 best. I'll give him that. Okay. But right. you're going that. from a um, middle tier to a bottom half quarterback. That's what you went from. You play with the best, and now you're going to a bottom tier quarterback. That's I mean, that's a tough transition, and yeah. be careful what you wish for. He wanted to be uh, the highest-paid receiver in NFL history, kumbaya, bravo to him. <laughs> but, and <laughs> he's listen, in for a rude awakening.
0: Listen, I think Tyreek Hill is getting paid a lot of money to uh, say whatever he has to say about Tua Tagovailoa, <laughs> um, And we'll see how this goes, man. Look, I think Tua Tagovailoa, wailoa we've seen how he played at Alabama. The hope is that he finally gets back to that in year three. Um, You know, three years now removed from the hip injury. Uh, He's going to have a new coach in Mike McDaniels that is a little bit more offensive, tailored, unlike Brian Flores, who was a defensive first coach um, and no turnover coach. So, you know, it wasn't taking that many deep passes to begin with, but uh, they're hoping Tyreek Hill is is the same kind of speedster that, you know, players like Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy were. And just like Jalen Waddle now in the Dolphins as well were for him at Alabama um two innings to see these guys run open doesn't like to throw a lot of contested balls and we'll see he'll have Tyreek Hill coming over the middle uh you know for almost every other snap that he that he has in Miami this season so we'll see how the dolphins kind of do here Tyler with this but uh I'm all for Tyreek Hill supporting his boy I'm all So for let him. me
1: let me ask you a question and no, I am not ready no, for yeah this. I got to yeah, ask you a question is this the last chance Tua. A, like for Tua, if he has like a the yeah. same type of season as he's mm-hmm. had, is this his last opportunity to be a starting quarterback in
0: Miami this year? Oh, oh yeah, to be in Miami, yeah, I would say so because the Dolphins have two first round picks next year that they're holding on to, and you know, just in case, good move by the Dolphins um, to to kind of plan ahead in that sense. But um, look, I think Tua definitely will have an offense that's a little bit more tailored towards him. Um, And that wasn't the case maybe the first two seasons he had with Brian Flores in Miami. Um, So we'll see. We'll see. It's a lot of expectation. And and I think um, two is a perfect example of what I like to talk about here, Tyler, with quarterbacks with you is that Lamar Jackson Patrick Mahomes set the bar so high years one and year two. Mm -hmm. And Josh Allen came along in year three at the same time, um, at the same time where Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert also set the bars really high the first two seasons too. So, um, he's a product of this environment and a group of quarterbacks in the same age, class age range who have already shown their talent potential, maybe shown, uh, parts of their ceiling that they could reach. And, uh, you know, two hasn't shown it yet, but traditionally year three is where the quarterbacks do take the next step. And this is year three for Tondo by Lois. So, uh, that's my answer long-winded, just like you, Tyler. Dragon.
1: Okay. So, uh. It's gonna be interesting. That's all. Well, that's what I say. I'm not. I don't have uh, high expectations for uh, your mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins. That's that's what I'll say.
0: That's that's fair. That's, <laughs> very, that's very fair. That's very fair. Uh, Tyler, let's get into the Pro Bowl, man. Uh, you know, there's some NFL meetings this week in Atlanta, and changing, doing away with the Pro Bowl was a ju- suggestion um, by some NFL teams this week, uh, Tyler. The Pro Bowl is kind of like ugly for TV, but also I just don't understand why we can't accept that. Like, it's just a loafing game. Like, we got a bunch of football players who are at the end of their seasons, do not want to get hurt, played really well, were the best players in the league this year. They're all kind of hanging out together for All Star games. Don't we know, like, All Star games to be kind of fun, jovial, lighthearted events, not real competition? I mean, like the NBA does it well where the fourth quarter heats up a little bit. Um, Baseball is always cool because you see the uniforms and stuff and they got the home run derby. Um, And then it's cool because they actually do play a game that's really competitive. Um, You know, NHL, all-star game, you know, same thing, too. But NFL probably has the worst all-star game of all-star games.
1: You're absolutely right. (laughs) The NBA, NHL, MLB, I I love their all-star showcase. NFL, it's pretty much like two-hand touch. It's unwashable. Mm-hmm. It literally hurts my eyes every time I watch it. I do have a suggestion. I hold have on, an hold on, idea.
0: Hold on, hold on. Before you write okay. you, Tyler, before your idea, you. it hurts your eyes because it's not, quote-unquote, real football. It's not what you're used to seeing on Sundays. Like, you would love to see all these players really tackle each other and play hard when I think if you really catch the point and realize – these players do not want to get hurt in this game. Of course they don't. And they're playing lazily for a reason. Of course. Okay, okay. Yeah. Do people yeah, yeah. understand no, no. that? Or it just makes for a bad No, no, product? no. no, no. Uh, I,
1: I hope people understand it. It's, it's very obvious that is why they're not really playing, but it's like a glorified walkthrough. Yeah. I mean, I can go to practice on a Friday, <laughs> and that's what they do. They do a glorified walkthrough. The, and especially they have the running plays when they hand the ball off. It's like, what?
0: The Red it's Sea a, opens. The Red yeah, Sea like opens.
1: It, it, it's, a, it's a walkthrough, and I don't, I don't want to see it. It hurts my eyes. But, you know, I do have some ideas. I hope Roger Goodell, the NFL owners, are you listening. Are listening. Okay. Yes. So if you're going to do a glorified walkthrough, my first idea is, why don't you just play flag football? No pads. Flag play football. Flag football.
0: Ooh, okay. flag football yeah, that would be fun. Get some, a flag okay. football game. Get the competitive juices flowing for everybody.
1: Yeah, the, I mean, NFL quarterbacks have flags on uh, anyways. I mean, because you can't hit them. So you might as well just play a flag football game. <laughs> now, if you don't want to play a flag football game, have a skills competition. Mm-hmm. And I even have the events. Oh,
0: Tyler, you got a whole affair. Okay, yeah, okay go ahead. Uh, run it through. Run it for, I'm through. The 40, run oh, the 40s. Uh, see, nobody this, wants to pull a hamstring anything like that, you know? Stretch. Have
1: trainers there to <laughs> <and> stretch. <laughs> <laughs> offense alignment, fastest offense alignment, go by position. Defense alignment, uh-huh. linebackers, whatever. Um, and then for the players that think they're real fast, like Tyreek Hill, DK Metcalf, okay. Run, run 100. Fastest man in the NFL. Run 100 meters.
0: You want to and go then, from forty to hundred? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yes. is worse than playing the Pro Bowl. <laughs>
1: yes. And then and then and it, it, you you're gonna say this is too much like track and field. But yep. I right. also want I also want a relay.
0: A relay. A four by one relay. A four by one. A four by
1: one relay. I got with, it. I got it. With with teams. And then bench press, offensive alignment, defense alignment going at it. Bench press, strongest man competition.
0: You want to go to the combine again and have it, a track event. Hey, hey, let's see who the
1: <laughs> let's see who can bench the strong and squats. Let's the see who squats. can squat. You let's want to put them through a whole workout
0: up. on this yes. vacation weekend?
1: I guarantee. Would you? It watch was. It? it was in stop Hawaii. It. You, stop it, was, it. Would you watch it?
0: Okay, let me ask you. Let me let me tell you something. I would watch it. Thank but I'm you. I'm telling you. No, you're you're not welcome because here's why. <laughs> here's why. The participants are going for a vacation. I don't want to work out and do all that stuff you were just talking about. Come on, man. I, I got to train out. for 100? I got to do squats I, and bench on. press? It's like it. I'm, it's, I work it's I work like,
1: out on vacation. It's fine. People Tyler, work out on vacation. No, it's but,
0: not, no, 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 no. But I'm not trying to go do a combine all over again.
1: You don't have to do it. You're
0: doing one, one thing. You don't one have to thing? do all I just got to do one event. I just got to do you, one event. it will no, be okay I, and yeah, satisfy yeah, you. Yeah.
1: You don't have to do it. The players I, don't have to do every single event. You know you what you should do.
0: One. You know what you should do. Also, Tyler. You know what? Now that we're talking about Pro Bowl and events and all the track events you just did, too. Listen, let's do a three-point contest, man. Let's do it. Let's do a dunk contest as well. Let's I mean, do a hole I mean, in one. Let's do a hole in one. Josh hey, you Allen, can do Patrick golf. You, you you can do golf. Let's, golf let's is see,
1: popular.
0: Let's see if they could take some serves from Serena Williams. Let, that, let's see if they fine. can play some tennis stuff like that.
1: But speaking of Josh you Allen. Know, that that also remind me. I want a throws competition too. I want Josh Allen see, okay. there. Throwing I want Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. I want Justin Herbert. Tua does not need to be invited because he let's, can't throw. Let's but, put, <laughs>
0: let's put all these guys in right field and see if they could throw somebody out going from third to home.
1: No, no, I want them to throw a football to see who can throw like eighty <laughs> yards. I You're want to see all these who, in sports. I want to see who can throw let's, the this.
0: Let's get a field goal competition. Let's get a soccer yeah. MTK competition Yes, too. Field goal
1: competition. Who can Every, the dodge the field goal?
0: Dodgeball. Cornhole. No. Cornhole. No. Let's get that no. all in there for them. No, 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 now you're T- going too far. Tic-tac-toe. Tic-tac-toe. Now, I would love you're... to see Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady play tic-tac-toe. That would be the best Pro Bowl game.
1: Now, you, now you're going too far. But Rock, paper, scissors, shoot.
0: Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. We and you right now, Taylor. We, we
1: we can even do uh, video games. Do Madden. Who's the best Madden player in the NFL? They would like that. Yes, all this they is more like entertaining that. than the current construction of the we Pro just, Bowl right now. Let's all get a this chick, is
0: currently Let's, get a, more let's get a chicken wing contest for the O-Lyman and D-Lyman.
1: That's fine. Chicken wing contest, ribs. Hot dog
0: contest. No, nah, not hot dogs. hot dogs. No? Just too much like nah, Joey Chestnut.
1: Ribs, ribs. I want to see barbecue sauce all over the mouth.
0: <laughs> you just like ribs more than you like hot dogs, Tyler. That's <laughs> Who, who does it. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> all right, so Tyler and I, we just went through a bunch of events. We would love to see the football be instead of actual football. But, look, I think, um, you know, look, uh, the All-Star Games are intended to be, um, you know, lighthearted, not real severe competition. I think a lot of players in a lot of other sports look at it as a vacation, a time to kind of hang out with your peers that are as good as the same sport as you. Um, In the NBA, probably is my favorite all-star game because, you know, even though there's no defense, I don't want to see defense. And they kind of lock up each other in the fourth quarter when the game gets close because they want to win the game, Um, which is cool. I appreciate the last five minutes of it. It is a little spectacle of sorts. Um, But I don't expect to see, um, you know, Jalen Ramsey go all out for a tackle on Tyreek Hill in the Pro Bowl. Like, I just don't see that kind of happen.
1: I also highly recommend fans to uh, go to NBA All-Star Weekend one time. you got to experience that.
0: You want to talk some NBA playoffs real quick, Tyler, before we get out of here? Sure. Man, right. Conference finals. We should have really did an NBA playoff podcast. That would have did great, Tyler. Hey, we uh, can do it. You, you could have lambasted LeBron not being in the playoffs every single week. <laughs> um, but look, Tyler, I think for me, this this championship and this playoffs, the East and West finals, it's looking like to me, I'm, you know, I'm a huge Miami Heat fan. I would love to see Miami get back in. But it's looking to me like this is the historic Steph Curry, Golden State Warriors franchise dynasty going through Boston, kind of how, you know, Magic had to go through Boston, MJ had to go through Boston, LeBron, Kobe, everybody went through Boston. I think this is Steph Curry's time. Um, I think Steph Curry wins ring number four, puts him in the same room, as LeBron, who has four, um, just ahead of uh, you know, Sha- in the same realm as Shaq, which is cool, he'll be knocking on the door at Kobe and Duncan real soon, and maybe Jordan. Um, but I think this is we're, we're gearing up to a real historic, maybe NBA finals. Um, you know, where I thought maybe Giannis was going to go for ring two this, 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 uh, this postseason.
1: Well, for one, I'm uh very disappointed in the Phoenix Suns for laying an egg versus the Dallas Mavericks. Now we're getting a Western Conference Finals that nobody really wanted uh, oh, outside I w- I of l- Dallas. I love
0: watching Luca play, though. Luca's my uh, favorite. Yeah, player, but though.
1: they have they have no chance. They have no chance against yeah, the Warriors. And I know those. that uh, Dallas has won a game, but it's going to be over in five. The Warriors are going to win that series. And St- Steph and the Warriors are looking like the favorites. Uh, They're playing really good basketball. They did it uh, last night. But overall, they probably have the best team overall in NBA. But on the East, man, those Miami Heat, it's hard to sleep on the Heat. They don't have uh, an exciting team to watch, but they play hard and they play together. Uh, The Boston Celtics, I really like, you know, Brown and Tatum. They are two dynamic wings. They're long. They're athletic, especially Tatum. He knows how to score the basketball. One of the best players in the NBA. He's definitely a superstar now. Um, I think if he plays up to his potential, though, he's the best player on the court. And that's why I still give Boston a slight edge over the heat. (laughs) And so I think it's going to be Boston and the Warriors in the finals. That's my prediction. I kind of – and then I, I don't know. I'm going to say my finals prediction later, but those are my two picks to go into the
0: finals. I mean, I, what love, about how you, I love how you just repeated what I said. Yeah, I got, Warriors, I got Warriors in Boston in the finals for sure. Guys, thank you so much for listening to another edition of It's a Football Podcast with a little sprinkle of NBA playoff basketball there. Um, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Safa Dean, and this is Tyler Dragon as well. We are NFL Insiders with us, USA Today. Sports Plus. And if you haven't already, download USA Today Sports Plus app in your Apple Store and your Google Play. Uh, Just a reminder, we want you to fan harder with USA Today Sports Plus. Thanks for listening, guys.
1: It's a football podcast. Find it now on the USA Today Sports Plus app where the biggest fans fan harder.